0: Good news, everyone. (laughs) You have been hearing an ad for a while now saying if we pumped up our Patreon to $500 a month, we would give you a whole bonus show. And you did it like a while ago. And I just haven't changed the ad. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) consider this an update. Congrats. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I'm replacing that ad with this one. And this one is just a little clip show to get your whistle wet for this month's. Extra bonus episode of uh, Mama Tried.
1: And that'll come out as soon as we get $1,000. That'll come out as Yeah, we're holding <laughs> this one
0: hostage. Nah, 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 nah. But I did want to remind y'all if we do hit $750, our goal is to release two episodes of that a month. But without any further ado, mm-hmm. here's a couple of clips. Get hyped.
1: Gunvar is going to watch. Martin go investigate the door and yeah. to himself, that motherfucker is going to get attacked by a ghost and I'm going to get blamed for that too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Did I... What did I... What did I do?
3: And with glee, he's like, yes! One more! <laughs> and he starts scuffing it out and he saves like one last little bit and then he uh, jumps ass first onto it and releases it
2: with his butt. <laughs> He's looking straight ahead, but it, it, and it would be difficult for you to know if he is just looking straight ahead, watching where he's going, looking straight ahead, like, avoiding your gaze because he feels awkward about what he's going to say, looking straight ahead because there's Gunvar's fucking back.
0: <laughs> you wake to the feel of sunlight warming your face. Oh, God.
3: Oh. Oh, it's so
0: bright. Mm. As a well-known sense of aching dread rolls from your temples to your stiffened limbs. Don't say it's my mom. Familiar. I'm not my mother's child.
3: I can handle it. I had too much.
2: Thanks for coming back and joining us again here on Astronomica, a Stars Without Number podcast. Uh, I am Colin, and I'm here to tell you about our last episode in which the intrepid voyagers of the Admiral Grace are united on the ship with their cargo, the mission to take it to the water planet of Aegea. On the voyage out of the solar system, Hildegard and Anton have a few minutes to interact with the with the artifact and uh yeah, they break it like you do. At that point, we manage to get to the edge of the system and we drill into meta-dimensional space bound for our destination and whatever awaits us there. And that brings us up to date.
1: In a blink, the Admiral Grace emerges from metadimensional space, spiraling limply through the heliopause of the Fuzanglong system. An alert klaxon briefly shrieks throughout the vessel, accompanied by the panic flashing of a red warning light, before Anton flips a few switches to assure the jittery automated systems that someone's paying attention. The soothing hum of a full sensor sweep quiets the crew's nerves as they begin to congregate after the open cockpit door. Grace herself twitches back online as the first readings come in, along with a few dozen tebabytes of data... From the nearest common, the naked eye is drawn at first to a strange white bar of effulgence suspended in the black void, with a length of 0.1 AU and a width of nearly 8,000 kilometers. Although it appears solid at first glance, it is in fact merely dust illuminated in a powerful beam of light between two curious points, both of them megastructures from before the collapse. First, the so-called nightlight, which is an enormous planetoid-sized prism of some molten glass-like translucent pre-tech material that captures the pitiful output of the local Red Dwarf and magnifies it upon Aegea, the second point and terminus of that incredible ray, and your ultimate destination. Fuzanglong itself is dim and nondescript against the backdrop of the local Wreath constellation and the O and B-type stars deeper into the dense star-forming regions of the Sagittarius arm beyond. Still, the weak star's supremacy in the system is evident in the readings and to Grace's infrared-capable visual sensors. As for the system, it has managed to accrete Scans indicate a notably anemic natural population. There's only a thin belt of failed protoplanets in the outer reaches, spangled with mining colonies and orbital ruins. A string of derelict buoys, slightly off from the accretion plane, ping brilliantly on the nav monitor, though their original purpose is long forgotten. And finally, adrift in the interstellar medium beyond the heliopause, one of the ancient jump gates floats lifeless and dark, a locked door to nowhere, slowly slipping from Fu Zhang gravity. And uh, yeah, you, so you enter into the Fuzanglong system. It is a M2V red dwarf. So it's an especially dim star. Only about 4% the luminosity of the sun. And it's a largely empty system. There's not a lot of note. Aegea is here. There's the megastructure called the nightlight. And there is an old monopole gravitic station orbiting the star at 0.1 AU uh, other than that just a bunch of debris the only other thing of note is that uh as you arrive in the system you arrive at a point just within eyesight of the old derelict gate for the system so there's a huge ring large enough that there were like facilities built into the ring like you could actually dock on it and there would be barracks and dormitories and essentially like a city uh, built inside the ring, but it is now a perfectly abandoned structure in space. Uh, to uh, a purpose.
4: my knowledge being from this system, has the, uh, the gate ring been just completely looted uh, or salvaged? Or is it um, somewhat still uh, a mystery?
1: It depends from system to system. Here, yeah, it has mostly been, everything useful has been taken out. At least everything that would be useful on a planet with no land most of uh, the infrastructure has been stripped out. Cool.
3: So with stars uh, start number, when you enter a system, you always enter at the same point, but you can leave from anywhere. Is that it? Basically. Or, yeah. yeah.
1: You enter from the point nearest this like system you left behind. If there are three stars in a row, Arriving in the middle at the middle star, where you arrive depended on where which star you came from. If gotcha. that makes sense, yep. but you always arrive at the same place. Yeah, arrivals are specific, and departures are wherever you want. So at this point,
4: would uh, it be prudent to like hail the docking officials on Aegia, give like the basic credentials?
1: Uh, yeah. So your system, unless you specify otherwise, automatically reestablishes contact with the communication network. You're given kind of a uh, an initial travel advisory, which is not... Nothing of note really comes up in it. It's just jargon. But then your system is kind of overwhelmed for a minute as you update them mm-hmm. on information from the system you came from. Mm-hmm. Shortly after that, much to her chagrin,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Admiral Grace comes online.
3: Crazy daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mackey! What is your status? How did you fare? Did you survive the trip well?
2: It was uh, existentially horrifying, as usual. Uh, all systems appear to be optimal, and we have arrived at our destination with the same number of people as when we left, which is always a good day. Did you enjoy your break? I did indeed. Let's depart for another system. <laughs> uh, we will be doing that just as soon as we possibly can. Uh, it appears that we have a little bit of... Business to take care of here on Aegea. We're gonna head that way right now if you'd like to take over. I would indeed get your filthy meat sack hands off of my controls. <laughs> I'm in my bunk. Talk to Danton. He's the one at the stick right now. Uh, Grace, your uh, landing gears down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
3: god, I swapped that with the self destruct button. What did you try to do? <laughs>
2: How long does it take us to get to Aegea and, uh... Two days.
0: Cool. All right. Are we back on the grid, You basically? are, yes. Okay, excellent. Now that we are back on the grid, I would like to do a programming check to find out information on Cho. Okay. I'm looking for, like, dark web information, not surface information. So, okay. would that count as
1: a hacking check? Probably. Let me get the hacking rules. Cool.
3: Ms. Cade... During our transit, did you manage to further damage the cargo, which is our sole purpose of business in being in this system?
0: Ah, Admiral Gracie, I believe, as you are well aware, I was not the person who damaged the cargo. Uh, Instead, it was uh, your own Anton.
4: Okay, look, I told you I dropped it, and I'm sorry. It's been like six days.
0: However, I will say in his defense (laughs) that it did show us something very interesting about the artifact, uh the fact that the iridium pyramid at the top came off and it does not appear to have any way of attaching itself back to it is absolutely fascinating, I must say.
3: I am overjoyed to learn that the damage was irreparable. <laughs> yes, I believe
0: it will be it will be like this forever, unfortunately. But fascinating on the lectic.
3: I am going to apply double snooping fines. <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah hey, yes. uh, hey, Mackie, don't you have some um So, like, super
3: glue in the...
0: Oh, dear, no. Oh, no, please, no, no, we uh, cannot use super glue
3: on artifacts. Okay, how about... We only uh, have one tube, and it's kind of half-dried out, and a real
2: pain (laughs) to use. Oh, if you guys want something sticky, (laughs) I can just whip it up for you real quick. I know how to make eight kinds of different things that are adhesive. Often unintentionally. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, it... Please do not concern yourselves anymore with the artifact. You have already done enough damage, Anton, and... I
2: was going to make
3: a rubbing. Miss Kate, I wish to address a point. Anton was the dumb instrument, the tool in your hand, the almost non-sentient lump which carried out your commands. The Perhaps. responsibility must lie with you, and therefore your pay during this trip will be 70 cents on the dollar compared to what the other two crew members make.
0: This is absolutely unusual, and... Completely impossible.
3: I think you'll find that it is, in fact, usual and widespread throughout the system. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That is depressingly accurate.
0: Then, Admiral Gracie, if this is the case, and if this 70 cents on the dollar, as you say, space dollar, is normal, since you are the Admiral Gracie, I believe, do you also make? Seventy cents on the dollar of whatever it is that you consume.
3: Yes, I do. However, Hopper receives a full share. <laughs> <laughs>
0: new new goal. I changed my goal.
3: <laughs> Your goal is to smash the patriarchy.
4: Smash the patriarchy. Uh, shatter, shatter the glass ceiling and thus send us all into vacuum.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so
0: we're looking at a how to do a hacking check. So I can find some deep web info huh. on Mr. Cho.
2: Alright, well while we're looking into that Gracie, Gracie. Yes, Mackie. Do we have any sheets of paper that are roughly as big as I am?
3: No, but if you allow me a few moments with the super glue.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. It was just a passing fancy.
1: For now you can just make an intelligence program.
3: Okay. Darn it. I
0: was hoping you'd be hacking because then I get three die. Hmm.
1: Uh eight total. Okay. What you turn up, first of all, very easily, is um, a local news story. Uh, it turns out Jeff Cho is the team owner of the Napalm Sharks, oh. which is a raid team, and that they forfeited a game yesterday. Really? Yeah, the cities collided, and they just straight up didn't show up to the contest.
0: Interesting. And that would be unusual?
1: Yeah, that would be extremely unusual.
0: Okay. Did I find anything else?
1: You got an 8, which means you get to ask a specific question, bearing in mind there may not be an answer.
0: Cool. Mr. Cho is the one who has purchased the artifacts that we are delivering. That's correct. The question that I have is, I mean, the general question is, what is his interest in this artifact? And so it would be, is he a known collector of these things? Is he known in the circles um, of people with an interest in this? Because it's not very popular to be interested in extraterrestrials, mm. I'm assuming that it would be a s- relatively small community of folks, and I'm curious if he is a part of that community.
1: He has, in the last two months, made a number of large and bizarre purchases that seem totally unrelated. He has also won the lottery twice, Ah. and has apparently developed what would be a gambling problem if he wasn't winning a uh statistically unlikely number of times.
0: Yeah, having found that information, what, what lottery is it that he's playing?
1: Uh, he won the local AGIA lottery.
0: Okay. And I will, yeah. um, when I get this information about Mr. Cho, this I will share with the rest of the crew. Ah, Anton, I found something fascinating, which mm-hmm. perhaps you should give me more information about. It seems that uh, Mr. Cho that we are delivering, this Artifact to. Is the team owner of the Napalm Sharks?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, well, I don't really care too much about the the Napalm Sharks. I'm
1: more of a. Let me interrupt you real quick because this may be why you don't care too much about the Napalm Sharks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your ex girlfriend is the uh, quarterback slash heavy machine gunner for the. Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: For the Napalm Sharks, her name is Bridget Sakamoto.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually more of like a. A Napalm Squids fan? Uh, so I don't, you know, they're, they're an okay team, I guess. They're, the uh, uh, quarterback's hot. Not true. <laughs> 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 Relatively speaking, Ajia is, um, you know, contrary to what we would think of, uh, from like a Mediterranean style Wonderland planet, we're actually a very unattractive people, natively. No. So.
0: This, this very strange. It says here that, but... Not only is he the team owner, but that very recently the team forfeited a raid yesterday. They didn't even show up. Is that usual?
4: No, that's that's pretty weird. I I haven't been home in years, so I, I can't really tell you anything oh. about what's happening right now. But yeah, that's 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 pretty fucking weird.
0: Perhaps when we arrive, uh, it would be fruitful for you to check with some of your old contacts. It seems
4: mm. that's a big <laughs> ask. <laughs>
0: what happens and uh admiral gracie you you were concerned that we would get in trouble and it seems that perhaps this mr cho has other things on his mind and maybe this artifact is not something that is a uh, top priority for him anymore so that is good
3: yes for you it is excellent i was not worried about us getting in trouble i was merely establishing who would get in trouble <laughs> ah,
0: yes anton as we discussed
3: that is
4: empirically incorrect. Well, being <laughs> being in trouble with the the Napalm Sharks is sort of
3: a like an asterisk status in my life, so <laughs> it will be fine. Anton, I want you to rest assured that when your death inevitably comes, it will not be at anyone's hand other than mine. I I find some small comfort in that. Sure. <laughs>
0: uh yes, the other thing I saw is that he has won the local lottery multiple times recently. It this must be a very lucky place, yes.
4: I mean, to be fair, when I left, the local lottery was like sixty space bucks. So <laughs> 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 I don't know how much things have changed in you know the I fuck almost a decade since I've been home. But
0: these seem to be quite larger winnings than that, yes.
3: I'd, actually, I mean, due to a plummeting deflation, one space buck can buy an entire palatial estate. <laughs> yeah, that's actually why they left circulation
1: and they became two... Mostly planetary banks swap space bucks.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they'll have Alexander Hamilton's portrait on them. <laughs> Out of character question towards your research, Dr. Cade, about the unusual purchases. Were they all Iroquoian? They were, um...
1: Various works of art, some like mining rights, mm-hmm. purchased an estate and paid the uh, relevant taxes, and then sold the estate two days later. Like just strange, large purchases, mm-hmm. like a lot of money moving around in ways that are that don't make sense. Uh, hmm. okay. But there are a number of a number of physical objects have been bought and delivered to Jeff Cho mm-hmm. in recent. Gotcha.
4: Actually, would it be? A relevant possibility to like call up a contact buddy family member and be like hey what's going on like you know why the uh the napalm sharks forfeited
1: sure you can give me a um connect. yeah that's gonna be a connect skill check and maybe charisma Got you can make a case for something else if you want.
4: I have no bonuses for either of those. My skills are uh, punch, shoot, and stab, so <laughs> okay.
1: I don't think I can. So you do you have a zero in connect or nothing?
4: I have nothing. In okay,
1: so that's a minus one I total.
4: Uh, that is a five on the die that says four all day. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's going to give me much of anything.
2: I think that gets you, you... You call old family and friends, and they're like, ugh, and hang up on <laughs> you. I actually just don't remember anybody's phone number.
3: <laughs> <laughs> While uh, this is going on, Hopper runs into your quarters with a
2: U-sized piece of paper. <laughs> ah, thanks, Hopper. That's that's real nice. Okay. Now I've got to figure out where to find chalk. Oh, no. Or perhaps a crayon? Do we have any crayons? I do not
3: know of the existence of any crayons, but I can extract some wax and fat from some of the organic deposits that are currently walking around inside my carapace. Oh, dear.
2: <laughs> uh, no, that won't be necessary. I'll, uh, I'll figure something out. I appreciate your assistance in this matter of, uh, grave importance, Hopper. We're about to be going, uh, planet side. Uh, have I ever been to a Gia? He, a, he's thinking about it for a minute. He doesn't even know. Do we meet on Aegean? <laughs> I can't remember, honestly. Uh, I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a no check mm-hmm. to figure out if Mackie can remember if he's ever been to a GM. <laughs> Uh Okay, so that, that is going like he to be remembers.
1: a... Now I'll roll to see if it's whether he did or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 7. Are
2: you going to make it like um, a high-low? No, an yes. Eight. Yeah, I'm going to say that Eight, he successfully remembers. He's been to GEA a couple of times. He thinks, but uh, nothing significant happened there. Do they uh, do they take kindly to robots and things like that?
1: Yeah. So virtual intelligence and expert systems are well, expert systems specifically are very common. Okay. Virtual intelligence is still rare, and
2: artificial intelligence obviously is. Okay. Well, uh, we're about to be uh, landing on Aegea pleasant enough place and they don't seem to have any particular problems with uh with your kind how about a little shore leave that sounds like a capital suggestion all right so uh i suppose once we get there uh i don't know does anything about this job seem weird to you no it is a very
3: commonplace occurrence to transport relics from an uncontacted sentient alien race break them halfway through then go meet one of the planetary elites who apparently
2: has psychic prognostication. All right. Well I guess it was just me then. Well, all right, all is well. Mackie starts uh packing a rucksack and uh heading down towards the uh the docking the, the airlock, I suppose.
0: Admiral Grace, uh, I have a question for you.
2: Yes, please ask your question.
0: Uh yes. I was wondering, is there any place that we might be able to store the artifact that it would be out of the way of anyone who would come into the ship? Uh, it seems that this person has been up to some very strange purchases lately, and I am concerned that it is possible something awful might happen to the artifact when we are no longer on the ship. So is there any way that we might, shall we say, hide the object. While this exchange is taking place, the
1: camera is focused on a sign that says Sadness (laughs) (laughs) Room.
3: Yes, something terrible might befall the artifact if someone were to sneak aboard. How awful if we were to have plausible deniability about the damage that occurred. Ah, yes, I,
0: I believe I understand your point, but I am worried that somebody might abscond with the artifact and then we would not even have a damaged artifact
3: to show Fortunately, since we are here on a delivery mission, I think that we should stow the artifact by delivering it.
0: Ah, but before we deliver it, just in case, is there anywhere else we might put it out of the way? I believe, uh, if and she will attempt to, and she'll pull up uh, schematics for the ship. I believe there is something about a, uh, what do they call it? A smuggler's...
3: Bed? Well, we just call it an hole. <laughs> <laughs> also, that, that only shows up uh, if you have, like, pre-tech, like, super-powered... The only way you would know about it is if Anton had, like, told you about it, for instance, during a <laughs> conversation or something. I
1: would imagine that, that would it's be... probably... That information's probably deliberately scrubbed, that there's no, yeah. like, existence yeah. of the...
4: If we're successful yeah. smugglers, yeah. and any time yeah. someone looked over our ship's manifest, they would see big holes. We're probably not very good smugglers.
0: Okay, that's right. Uh,
4: which yeah. might be the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that we're <laughs> I haven't met smugglers. you all. Yeah.
0: Ah, in that case, uh, perhaps I will ask Mr. Mackie if there is a good place to put it out of the way. And then, yeah, the next time I see Mackie, I'll ask him if there's a place that we can move this out of the way.
2: Mackie is in the, uh, what would we call the area you exit the ship? I mean, it's not the airlock. Maybe it is the airlock, but what does the airlock open off of, you know? Would Uh, that be the cargo bay? There
1: is a, there's an airlock just behind the cockpit. Which would be for, if you docked with a with another structure in space. Okay. Uh, you would link up with, like, an umbilical there. But when you land the ship, you mainly exit through the cargo bay
2: doors. Okay, so then he is a seated on his rucksack.
0: Waiting for the doors to open. <laughs>
2: yeah, and he's just kind of, like, whistling and, like, you know, cleaning under his fingernails. Cool. He's like, eh, hey, Miss Cade. Mr. Mickey. What can I do for you?
0: Uh, this. I was wondering if there was a better place that we might store this artifact because uh, when we land, we will open the doors and anybody might be able to come in and steal this valuable thing. And so I just thought perhaps it would be best to put it in a safer location.
3: Over the uh, over the cargo speakers. <laughs> Mr. Mackey, whatever you do, do not tell her about the location of the smuggler's...
2: That's... Ho- <laughs> <laughs> You know, we do have a top-secret, completely illegal smuggler's hold, which we use to transport contraband from system to system in violation of intergalactic law. Do you think a thing like that might be of use?
0: Fascinating. It's
2: just galactic law. I don't get any... uh,
1: (laughs) Don't be putting on ears.
2: Mackie's old enough he might remember. (laughs) You know...
1: Yes,
0: that would be ideal. Would you assist me in moving this back?
2: Well, I'd be happy to do that, but uh she I sat down on my rucksack and uh I think I'm here now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not very. I would be perfectly happy to help you up. She's in a very good mood because she just spent 6 days like doing her favorite thing, which is studying away from people.
2: <laughs> like the,
4: uh... on my way down the ramp with the backpack over yeah. my shoulders like Man, I hope you moved that thing the first time. I haven't had nothing but shit out of this <laughs> for six days. Like, you can move your own fucking space uh, around. Would
0: you help as well? Like, <laughs> like, she has a noticeably more sunny demeanor.
2: Just, okay, just uh. Absolutely
3: not. I'm Hopper. not touching that rock.
2: Lacky just sort of holds his hand out. Yeah, you you haul me she'll,
0: up. Yeah, she'll assist him in. And he's like.
2: <laughs> okay. Hopper,
3: Hopper runs over and
2: immediately, like, faces you. <laughs> oh. Alright. So, uh. All right, he he walks over to one wall of the cargo bay, and he, like... And he starts, like, banging on the wall in random places. He's like, (laughs) eh.
0: Mr. Nucky,
2: would you
3: like me to open the electronically accessed smuggler's cargo hatch?
2: Now, Hang on, I almost got it. It's uh, it's right around here somewhere, and he... Bang, bang, bang. And with the third bang, like, it opens as though you did it? (laughs) 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 See? You you get to know a ship. A <laughs> ship has a soul. Did you ever hear that? That is empirically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't listen to him. All right. So uh, yeah, like a, a panel falls away and there's a dark space beyond. And he's like, "Yeah, we could uh, we could put it in there. Take care. You don't get stuck in there. There is no oxygen." Ah, yes. uh,
0: that is a very good thing to know. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. This is
1: also, uh, the smuggler's hold is where you found the hard drive that when you plugged it in uh, woke up the ship (laughs) as it reinstalled Admiral Grace. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right.
0: So, yes, um, let's manhandle this sucker in there. You want an exert? uh,
1: Yeah, who's doing it?
3: Hopper is going to help. (laughs) All right. Excellent. Okay.
1: Then give us a uh, strength and exert. Okay. Five. You easily move the uh, artifact into the smuggler's hold. <laughs>
3: Excellent.
4: Yeah, it sure, it's easy to move the thing when you got big fucking robot legs, I guess. <laughs> and
2: uh, <laughs> control over the ship's artificial gravity and uh, a number of other
1: enhancements that uh, an unfailing sense of balance.
3: <laughs> mm. I do entirely concur. You meatbags are disgustingly fragile and incapable.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So all of this has distracted Doctor Kate from the fact that they're about to land planet side, so she's completely forgotten that they're like about to
1: hit atmosphere. <laughs> right. The Echo Corporation's broadcasts of ancient signals arriving from Earth are a constant presence in the Rheinburg cluster, but Lassie, Lucy, and Lawrence Welk are beginning to grate after two days in the bleak graveyard of the Kuzang Long system. You're all grateful to finally arrive in orbit at Aegea, and receive acknowledgement from its twin spaceports. Aegea is an oddity, even among pre-tech relic worlds, for being an entirely artificial planetoid. It is essentially an enormous drop of water suspended within a pair of spinning, gyroscopic rings which exert a complex gravitational influence over everything within, maintaining regions of both fresh and salt water, and dramatically alleviating the crushing pressure that would make such an environment impossible for mere nature. The planet's spaceports reside at the poles where the two rings join, and a few meters of hurricane-speed winds rush and swirl just within the bands, spreading the warmth of the magnified sun over the whole planet. As you draw near, you can make out the strangely geometrical shapes of the sea's artificial zones, great clouds of ocean life in schools a kilometer across, and a hundred glinting bead-like cities afloat on the placid surface. And the Geo was kind of a... uh kind of a prototype, kind of like a proof of concept. So its usefulness is somewhat eclipsed by its novelty. But it is uh, both a kind of emergency reservoir of water for the system, which ended up not being necessary in this system, but it could be useful elsewhere, you know. And also a wildlife preserve for animals from Earth's seas, as well as a few alien species that were discovered around the galaxy.
3: Space
1: Space whales, exactly. So
4: we're, we're living in a big aquarium,
1: basically. Yeah. As you approach, like I say, the uh, the night light is currently at essentially noon, so the sunlight is at its brightest. You can actually see from dust suspended in the void that the light coming out of it is way brighter than the light going in. Like it's, <laughs> it's it's essentially a magnifying glass that's yeah. catching all this light and shooting it like a laser at the planet. And as you approach from the opposite side, you can actually kind of see shimmering like within the sea. From this distance obviously you can't make out any individual shapes or anything, but there are schools of fish that are like enormous in size that you can actually see as a sort of like discoloration in the water like as as you approach. Uh so there are stations at each of the connecting points between the rings. There's the north station and the south station. The north station is predominantly commercial and industrial port. The south station is where tourists arrive. There is a freight space elevator, like a freight Kind of a cargo loader that runs from the north station down to the surface of the water where there's a permanent surface station. On the tourist side, there is no such connection. And in fact, when you arrive at Aegea as a tourist, one of the main attractions is skydiving without a parachute out of the south station (laughs) 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 where they use like the gravitic directed gravity to like Mm -hmm. affect your fall.
0: Dude. Question. So, does that mean that the ship does not actually need to enter atmosphere? It
1: stays outside correct. of
0: atmosphere the whole time. Okay. Correct. Cool.
1: And as you approach actually the planet, you can begin to see the outer atmosphere. The atmosphere extends about a mile over the surface, mm-hmm. and it's relatively calm skies and everything. But then there is a an exactly three foot section of the atmosphere at the very top that is like hurricane speed winds. <laughs> that uh, deliberately, like it's a, it's its own little layer of atmosphere and it disperses the heat from the uh, laser beam like sunlight that's hitting it so that it circles the planet. So, North Station or South Station?
4: I mean, do we know anything about the specific city-state that uh, Mr. Chow is on?
1: Yeah, so Mr. Cho owns his own little estate. It is a uh, submersible mansion, essentially, that can be called up to any point on the surface, really, if you have his contact information, which you do.
0: Which station is closest to the raid game that was just forfeited?
1: I would say the South Station.
0: Was that the tourist station? Yeah. Awesome. Player me super say, wants to go to the this, tourist station.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I am I am from
4: here, but I will say going to the tourist station and jumping off the thing like it's it is kind of cool. If you haven't done it, you should probably do it.
2: Do they, uh, do they sell refrigerator magnets? <laughs> Just about everywhere. Alright, well I'm in in that case. Uh, nano pens. Oh, things. I love those. I have, do put they them, have put them the on your Backpack.
0: Do they have the ones with everybody's name in them?
1: There's also a refrigerator <laughs> magnet island. Which is in the... <laughs>
2: Gracie in the Gracie. southern hemisphere. Do
0: not take your hard drives there.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Gracie, can we can we go to refrigerator magnet island? <laughs> Under no circumstances am I
3: setting foot anywhere near a magnet island.
2: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I suppose that's that's fair. All right then. Uh
0: then I have never taken this interest, so it should be very interesting. It it's, is safe, yes?
2: I mean
4: it's as safe as anything on a GS safe.
0: How would you compare it to, say, entering atmosphere via a ship? Is it smoother or more difficult?
4: I just don't want to spoil any surprises. I think you should just, you should just do it.
0: Okay. Well, I am in. However, I would request that we stop before we make our trip to the surface and perhaps, um, imbibe a few beverages. Yes.
3: No complaints here. Yeah, Excellent. You know? <laughs> yes, good. Uh, if I've, you I've, wish I've... to consume neurotoxins, I have a wide selection available on board the ship. Oh, <laughs> That's true. Thank I've...
0: you, Admiral Grace. I think in Grace... this case, I would prefer <laughs> to sample the local options, yes.
3: it the honor bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. Great, <laughs> Gracey knows how to party. I'm sure. Perhaps yeah. it is for the best. It would be difficult for me to remove them from the air handling system in any case. <laughs>
2: Excellent. So I'm assuming that like at this stage of... Transit. The ship is under control of the ship. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. And resupplying your fuel is going to cost 500 credits.
2: I feel like we got an advance on the job that should easily cover that.
1: Admiral Grace, you are contacted by the uh, Space Authority and directed to an appropriate landing platform. Orders acknowledged. You are now within range that you can make contact with Mr. Cho at your leisure. Yeah, I want to.
3: I do want to report that we've arrived with the cargo. Okay. We've make arrangements for delivery. All
1: right. You send that as a message. Yeah. Uh, you don't get an immediate response, which isn't, you know, unreasonable. You expect to take a little time. And yeah, you guys come into dock. It's pretty hopping. There's a lot, of, a lot of ships coming and going. Uh, you have to actually queue up in orbit to wait for uh, a platform to open up. When you finally come down, some of the more beautiful residents come out in grass skirts, artificial grass skirts, and put lays over you as you step out of the uh, cargo doors. Mackie tastes his. Okay. It tastes like um, the fake grass in an Easter basket.
2: Ah, oh it's pretty God. cool.
0: Isn't hey. it bad that I actually have a taste associated with yep. that grass? <laughs> that it's like off-brand jelly bean. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I've ever put that grass in my mouth as a child, um, but I just feel like that's what it tastes like.
4: Yeah, I like the, the weird, slightly too large
2: jelly beans that yes. taste kind of waxy. Yes. Yeah, but my mom used to make this. We called it Foslaw. <laughs> 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 now, I, I would say
4: I'd take y'all to one of the um, local kind of haunts, but that's not really <laughs> that's not really a thing. Basically, this this whole planet is like Shitty Schlitterbahn. So, like everything costs too much, and it's it's mm. and it's bad. So yes. yeah, it's one big airport.
0: I believe there is a facility here somewhere associated with the institute.
2: No. That beats me. That's that's outside of my wheelhouse. So, uh, while we're here, you gonna catch up with any uh, old flames? And uh, Mackie waggles his eyebrows <laughs> at you like Groucho Marks. I, uh, you weren't able to get a hold of anybody.
4: Really I, 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 sin- <laughs> I, I sincerely hope not. That's all I'm gonna say about it, Mackie. You know, um, sometimes people leave home for a reason. And, uh, yeah, I've been on for a long time. Hopper uh,
3: manually mimics waggling his <laughs> eyebrows with his hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not wrong about people leave home for a reason mm-hmm. <laughs> My home got turned into a tourist attraction <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, you know, just well, kind just, of a... <laughs> yeah. no, no, no connection there So, uh,
1: yeah, I think uh, the company Stellar Destinations owns Aegea and owns
2: the ship you're wrong. Oh, shit. So, oh. like, am so I recognizing like, any of the, like, corporate branding and stuff like that? Yeah. I would, yeah. We're, we're both basically property of the same corporate entity.
3: How strange it must be to be rootless and unhomed, wandering forever amongst the
2: stars, feeling like you belong nowhere. You know, <laughs> I'm getting used to it, and that's the thing that keeps me up at night. <laughs> that and the... Uh artificial amphetamines that you've been putting into the air recyclers. I'm not (laughs) sure which is more important in this state.
3: Matthew, how long do you think we've been riding the juice? (laughs) You have been riding the juice for 17,265 days. (laughs) Well, as
0: interesting as it is to find out about your exploits, uh, yes, I believe there is, what do they call it, a tiki bar just Mm -hmm. tons away?
1: Yes, the penis cabana.
0: (laughs) Yes, let us go choose the penis cabana.
1: Or, sorry, penis colada. I got penis colada mixed up with.
0: I assume the penis cabana and the penis. The copa
1: vagina. (laughs) Hardy competition. They they
4: play raid quite often. Yeah. (laughs) The hardy back and forth.
0: Strangely enough, you guys would expect that Hildy would be. Again, like, she's very bubbly now, it seems and she's actually like going up to one of the people who just gave you the lays and like trying to get as many pamphlets as possible mm-hmm. for like all of the attractions and and penis cabanas and mm-hmm. you know all that good stuff
1: yeah there are lots
0: so she has now got an armful of
1: it looks like pamphlets. there is a um there's a thriving fishing voyage industry here we'll uh give you the opportunity to bring down Moby Dick, basically. Like, oh. you know, like, you can um, it, engage in all these totally uh, <laughs> adventures nice. um, underwater.
0: So, yeah, Hildy's going to go to all of you and... and Oh, did you see this one? This is fascinating. This takes you on a tour of the whales. I have always wanted to come to here and listen to the whale song. Did you know, for thousands of years, humans did not even realize that the whales were actually speaking.
4: You know, we, uh, we tried You're to... You're
0: explicit about this, yes?
4: We tried to translate it one time, and all we really, really got out of it was, um... Hey! <laughs>
1: hey!
4: What's up, man?
0: How's it going? <laughs> oh, that is wonderful.
4: Did you answer? It's a catchy tune, you know. Uh, no, he played it on the radio for a while. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: yes. And if we go to this bar here, and she points to, she pulls out like a pamphlet and she points to this spot on the, you know, on the, the map and everything. He's like, if we go to this bar here, they have whale song playing all the time in the bar. They have whale themes and everything. Yes, come, let us go. Let us go.
4: We haven't heard from uh, from Mr. Chill yet, huh? There has been no response
2: to the initial message. Fuck okay, it, get a drink in this man. Alright, I'm sure that he'll uh, contact us so we uh, have his priceless thingamajig that is no doubt of uh, very much on his mind right now.
0: Yes, on to the veil song then,
1: yes?
2: Lead on. Excellent. Very good. You go to the well, actually, the margarita.
1: <laughs> 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 okay,
0: just <didn't> a that. <laughs>
1: Along the way, again, you you pass by tons of uh, these hang gliding, parasailing, diving. There's a charter flight to the derelict gate station at the edge of the system. But eventually, you find your way into the bar. You have a seat. and You get a drink with a little umbrella.
0: Does it have like a little whale in the drink? Like whale? Yeah, time? a little
1: a little plastic whale and a living fish that <laughs> is very drunk. <laughs>
0: Excuse me, Anton. Are you supposed to eat the fish or eat, simply
1: take it down? One goal. <laughs> oh, this is a starter course.
0: Fascinating, yes, but as they say,
1: in the time it took you to do ask him Antio- what to do, to Antioch, <laughs> the fish is now belly up in the. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They they can't live too long. There's no actual like
4: oxygen <laughs> in. There's no water in this, so they really? don't breathe. Oh, it's actually what you just did was very cruel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm
0: sorry. Could I have another fish, please? Yeah. Bartender, another
4: fish
1: fish
3: for my friend to senselessly murder.
1: (laughs) The bartender assures you they don't know what's up. (laughs) As you're having your drinks, finally, you are contacted by a woman. Contacts you, Hopper. Comes up in kind of like an overhead, or or what do you call it, a a HUD in front of your, your eyes. You see a woman's face. She looks a little disheveled. She's in a, a large but messy room. Like it, It's like if there was a mansion where the Ninja Turtles had just had a party. <laughs> There's like pizza boxes and...
3: Uh, There's graffiti on the wall, but it just says like radical. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, so she, she comes up kind of in your in your HUD and is, says, uh, we're, "Oh well, we're, uh, Mr. Cho is very excited to receive the... Uh, which package is this? Package
3: ET-107. Which will be delivered in exactly the condition it was given to us in.
0: Is that Mr. Cho asking about the artifact?
3: No, it is someone else.
0: Ah, but it is about the artifact, yes?
3: Uh, yes, I am arranging delivery for the artifact, which was not broken by you at all. Absolutely,
4: no, it was not...
0: Excuse me, could you could you put them on mute for just a moment? I, I must speak with you before we let the artifact go. It is vitally important.
3: One moment, please, nameless person.
0: Ah, Yes. And Hilde launches into a spiel about why it's very important that we keep this artifact and she's just a tad tipsy on the fish drinks. Mm -hmm. So, yes, so here is the problem. The artifact that we have transported. It
1: actually filled the fish with LSD before you put it in the drink. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yes, so we absolutely should not allow this man, Mr. Cho, to obtain it into his possession because it represents a record of first contact as far as we know anyway, first contact with a completely unknown non terran sentient species. So if we allow this person, who does not even seem to be a serious collector of any kind, to have access to these artifacts, it is very possible that he could damage it in some way that is absolutely irreplaceable. That it would be lost to all of scientific knowledge and would be gone. And we would never know again what this race of aliens is, how they might communicate and how they are connected to these ukuroyo that we contacted before. So, before we simply arrange delivery, I think it would be vitally important that we find out what they wish to do with this artifact.
3: Ah, well, I can see how it does represent that to you, but on the other hand, to us, it represents fulfilling the terms of our delivery contract and getting paid.
0: Yes! Oh, yes, True. And let me tell you, you can attach my name to this and you can say, look, we can spin this into a way that we can ask for no more money because it turns out that you need to charge some sort of, um, what do they call it? A surcharge for transporting something of this nature, something that is so scientifically vitally important. She's a study of interspecies communication. And that if they do not wish to pay this extra charge, then well simply we then she uh
2: another buyer
0: that would give us even more money, yes.
2: Mackie looks at you and he's like Oh, you're working the Susquehanna shuffle. I oh. like it. <laughs> yeah. I uh yeah. I know some people used to do that run that." Oh, yeah. Mackie, I, I because, can't actually remember did
4: um did either one of us actually shake that dude's hand? Mr Mr. Joe's Blackie,
2: the gopher. Did we shake his hand? I can't even remember what he looks like, to be honest. Yeah. Tacky blazer. blazer. <laughs> Tacky I remember,
4: blazer. So I, I, hate, I hate blazers. Seems unlikely so, you'd
2: have shaken his hand if you hate I, blazers. Uh, yeah,
4: I just, you know, because, like, we never actually shook his hand. Then again, Hildy, you don't have 8,000 credits. And but this so guy has
2: 8,000 credits.
4: But he
0: has already paid you 4,000 credits, Yes.
3: Yes, Yes, and he's willing to pay us another 4,000 credits. Do you have 4,000 credits? Does she have 5,000 credits? Because
4: we should get a little bit more for her trouble,
0: eh? Let me tell you. I told you earlier that there was, I believe, an outpost here for the Institute. And I absolutely believe that I would be able to arrange... But yes, we would be able to pay you more money to keep this artifact, with the institute, than to give it to this strange man who knows nothing.
2: Mackie uh, steps back from the table so fast. You wouldn't have suspected he could do it. His chair tips over, and he pounds his fist on the table, and he looks Hildy in the eye, and he goes, I didn't learn a lot from my father, but I did learn one thing. He only got one reputation. You only got one. Once it's gone, it can't be replaced. Yes,
0: and in this case, your reputation will be enhanced by obtaining something so important for the Institute.
2: Let me finish. As far as I know, I don't have a reputation. (laughs) Or if I do, I can't remember it. So, let's absolutely take this campaign off the rails and do the thing that you're talking about. I like you, Bill hard. I think you got spunk and Moxie, and I'm gonna follow you to the ends of the goddamn cosmos. A waiter puts two shot glasses in front of you. <laughs> Mackie slams them both.
1: Let's go talk to the eggheads. The bill that's also in your HUD pops up a uh, an order: one spunk and one moxie.
3: Spunk came from the, from yeah. the the b- bar next door of Moby's dick? <laughs> yeah,
0: <no. laughs> oh, dear. Before we go to the egghead? <laughs>
3: yes. You need spend no further effort convincing me. Mackie has said it is a good idea and therefore it is a good idea. Counterpoint, if I may, just super fast, um, how about we make sure
4: that the nerds have 9,000 credits before we do anything, do, really?
0: do not believe that the institute which has facilities all over the galaxy, well, and you,
4: you, has you couldn't pay
3: us
0: thousands and millions so. of people <laughs> working for it, and is indeed associated with the name of the Church, Space Church, um, with the
3: Space
1: Church, with the Space Church. Yes, uh, it's a Greek <laughs> well, Orthodox. Yeah, yeah.
0: This, this, this 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 the the Orthodox Space Church <laughs> does not have a mere. 5,000 credits, because again, you have already obtained for, And also, I do think it is important to know why this Mr. Cho wants the artifact. I simply am saying, before we give it to him, perhaps we find out more information. And if he does not want it for any scientific purpose, that I could arrange for a greater payment can I, to keep it out of his head.
4: Yeah. Can I make a note check to see, like, how much of a hard-ass Cho is? Like, street reputation, like... Sure. Is he the type of man that would come kill us all?
3: He's okay. probably one of those cuddly, pushover billionaires. totally. Totally.
4: <laughs> that was a six all day.
3: Okay.
1: You only know that he is a very private person who owns a violent sports team. I don't
4: like... I don't really like any of this is all I'm going to say. I think that we made a deal. And I think that she hasn't actually promised to pay us more than Mr. Joe has. So, as far as I can say Sorry, lady. You know, like, take it up with Cho. Get the Institute to buy the thing from Cho. That's, that seems Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you have been promoted to
3: Senior Morality and Ethics
4: Officer. <laughs> <laughs> more like I don't want to get murdered over something that amounts to a big rock. Wait a minute. Uh,
2: is murder on the table? Nobody mentioned murder.
0: No, there will be no murder. It will be no problem. I looked up Mr. Cho while we were coming into the planetary... Atmosphere, What? up? Build-A-Hard. Uh, Have
2: you ever been murdered?
0: What is this you keep calling me?
2: Build-A-Hard.
0: Hildegard. Hildegard. Hildi.
2: Gildegard.
4: Hild- gard god She said Bildi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, it does not matter. Ring up this person once again and asks them what the purpose
3: is. Actually, they the are success. still on hold, displaying a remarkable <laughs> amount of patience. Well, um. notably, um,
1: I mean, you would describe Hopper as very, like, literal when it comes to receiving orders, right? Uh, yes. He was specifically told to mute them. <laughs> 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 not to mute himself. <laughs> I leave it up to you to determine. <laughs> <That's>, that seems <laughs> he interpreted that semantics, <laughs> but
4: I, I want to say that that really sounds like an opportunity for a good toss That's a good. coin.
3: <laughs> sure does. Fuck yeah! Right, nice. you want to call it uh, <laughs> one, one, through three. The whole conversation was muted. Four through six, your end got transmitted <laughs> back. Oh. <laughs>
2: That is a five, folks at home. That is a five. Imagine
4: in the corner of Hopper's head, this
3: woman's
0: just human. Yes, but I must insist that before we go any further, before we deliver the artifacts, that we find out what they wanted for.
3: One moment, please. Unnamed woman, what did you want this for?
1: The entire time you were having this conversation, she was kind of up there in the corner of your vision, (laughs) red-faced and screaming and pointing, and uh, she has a what looks like a a heavy machine gun that, like, should be mounted on, a, like, a vehicle. <laughs> but she has it. the upper body strength to hold it up, and it's encased in a, like, the body, the chassis of the machine gun is, like, a hot pink kind of, like, plastic. And it nice. says, like, napalm sharks down the side nice. Nice. with her team number, which is,
3: like, 78. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, out of curiosity, what did you say your ex-girlfriend's team number was? Uh, 78, I think. It's been a while. Hold on. I need to perform a difficult calculation. (laughs) And then 78 (laughs) (laughs) equals...
1: Yeah, a little smoke comes out of your ears. (laughs) All
3: right, I unmute her in mid rant Mm -hmm. She's screaming about hunting you down and killing you. I would welcome the release of Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> Please be my guest. But I have good news for you. If your name is Bridget Sakamoto, I can put you in contact with a name from your long... <laughs> past. She stops. He um, says yeah. that he is friends with all of his exes. <laughs>
4: This has turned into a very a very very fun day. I'm sure she so, goes so happy I came home. That son of a
3: bitch <laughs> uh, Peter <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Nope. Oh anton yes, anton. Anton Baptiste Yoshida. Oh he is currently inebriated and low on defense right.
1: <laughs> she seems to be put somewhat at ease by that. And uh, then she says, I recommend that you make the rendezvous and deliver the item, and then she delivers you a set of coordinates that she says the estate will surface at within the hour.
0: Do not forget to ask, and Hildy is like drunkenly pushing on Harper. do not forget to ask what they want the artifact for. We will not have them unless we know what they want it for.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, what do you want the artifact for? What do you want it for? And she's trying to she's her like, her, like yelling yes. at her <laughs> yeah. Oh, I must say that these fish beverages are very wonderful, yes.
4: They get the job
2: done. <laughs> We're ready
0: to jump off the, the platform now, yeah?
1: Just um, gotta walk towards it. The rest will just happen. <laughs> she says that um she doesn't know what it's for. Mr. Wright needs it.
0: Mr. Wright? Mr. Wright now. I, <laughs> yeah. Am I right?
3: Nice. <laughs> I would like to request clarification. Our delivery contract specifies that this is to be delivered to a Mr. Cho. Is yep. Mr. Wright an alias of Mr. Cho? Uh, an employee. Excellent.
0: What is his first name, please? Sergey. Thank you, Excellent. Anton, I believe you wish to speak with the lady, yes?
4: I... No.
1: Yes,
0: yes, yes.
3: Here, yeah,
0: yeah. speak with the lady. And she starts, <laughs> she moves around so and pushes Anton over
3: towards Hopper.
1: Yeah. There's no, you guys can't see any visuals or <laughs> yeah, that's all. Or hear her or anything. There's just,
3: uh... We just hear the sound of the conversation. Yeah. Anton, I will be your mouthpiece, your amanuensis, <laughs> your Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, <laughs> I will relay your words to your long lost love. Uh, Hello, Cher. Hello, Cher.
4: <laughs> uh... How how is it how, how how's how's the machine gunning um
1: doing doing good
3: um, um how's how how's how how's the machine gunning I'm <laughs> um, doing good um I'm sorry you're breaking up I'll just I'll see you at the rendezvous I'm sorry she's breaking up with you
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm told. here I have another one of these space drinks
3: for the first
4: time in my life I'm gonna advocate. Drinking less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we will call it there. That's a pretty good cliffhanger. I think. <laughs> there you go. We'll, well it'll, it'll see be you a next literal week. Literal uh.
4: Cliffhanger. If he goes anywhere near that uh, <laughs> the edge of the platform.
0: And that's the show. We want to thank you all for listening, and hope you'll join us again next Wednesday. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at Astronomicast, Twitter at pod, and Facebook at podcast, which we make very easy. Or you can send an email to podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show today and want to give us a boost, you can gift us with a five-star review over iTunes. It only takes a second, and it is a big help in spreading the word for us. We will see you next week, and until then, have a good one.